Hi, I'm Rachel. And I'm Dan, Rachel's dad. And this is Almost Bedtime Theater, a podcast about playing role-playing games with kids. In this episode, we are reviewing and playing Dragon Dowser, a journaling game about the search for an abandoned dragon egg and getting it safely to a sanctuary. Now, technically, Dragon Dowser is listed as a solo journaling game, so you would normally play it by yourself. But we were inspired by a recent review on TTRPGKids.com, where they played a solo journaling game with their four-year-old as a collaborative story game and thought it might be fun to do the same. Dragon Dowser was created by Hatchlings Games, who are behind the RPG in Spirals and the upcoming Cryptid Creeks RPG. The book is about 40 short pages, but only about six of those are instructions about how to play, and they are an easy read. The rest of the book is mostly devoted to prompts that can come up during play, plus a bit of lore and multiple examples of play. There's also an index, which is nice, and it features some gorgeous art. In addition to the book, you need a method for recording your experiences, a pool of tokens, a six-sided die, and a standard deck of 54 playing cards. And that's because this game is based on the Carta game system from Peach Garden Games. And that means that it involves laying out cards face down in a grid and then traveling from card to card, flipping them over as you go. And then you use the prompts and descriptions associated with the revealed cards to guide your story. And that brings us to the story. The short version is that tyrannical rulers are killing helpful dragons and using their eggs to fuel ancient weapons. You play a mysterious character known as a dowser, who's part of a rebel group trying to rescue the remaining dragon eggs. War is definitely present as a theme, though it's mostly in the background, and you can obviously lean into it or not, depending on the story you want to explore. It's also worth noting that although there are perils and challenges for the character you're playing, there's no risk of that character being killed. We played using the digital version currently available on itch.io, which runs about $13 US. But you can also pre-order physical copies and copies that come with a custom deck of playing cards. There's also a Kickstarter set to launch on May 23rd to help fund the physical versions. Links to all those will be available in our show notes if you'd like to check them out. All right, let's talk a little bit about what we thought about the game. We have been rating things as simple, moderate, or complex in terms of their complexity. And I would say this one is simple. There's next to no rules, and it's very easy to prep because there isn't a story to prep. Um, it's a, The only prep is getting the cards out there, and then you start moving around and seeing what the prompts tell you. What were some things that you liked about this game? I liked how you, like, you got to choose which egg or ace you were going after. I think it's cool that they're having you like actually write it down, and then afterwards you could go back and read through it. I think it'd be so cool to just have this little leather notebook that you wrote in. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that would be neat. I liked how simple it was, how easy it is to just jump in and play. This was the first time that I had played in a game where you have a map of cards like that. And when you get down to it, the... Oh, I can't wait to get those cards. <laughs> <laughs> You're not alone. You're not alone. I, they're going to just look amazing. What suggestions would you have for someone about to play this game for the first time? I think the big suggestion I have is that as you're going through, if you find prompts that don't fit with the story you've been creating, don't take them literally. Feel free to to tweak them, change them so that they, they line up with what you're envisioning. And even though it was a solo game, we had a lot of fun just playing it like with more than one person. And we ended up playing a, a pretty quick game. Uh, you could easily take longer by answering the prompts in a lot more detail or uh, writing the answers down, making art to go with your story, all that kind of thing. It's really up to you and uh, how you want to play. 
And with a full deck of prompts, it's also a very replayable game. You could pick a different egg to go find, and you could have a very different experience each time you go out. I should also uh, mention that despite there being very few rules and there being very clear examples, um, we, we still manage to overlook that it costs you a resource to move from card to card. So please do not look too closely at our math. And that's our review. If you would like to get in touch with us with a question, comment, or suggestion, you can email us at almostbedtimetheater at gmail.com, find us on Twitter as at almostbedtime, or follow us on Instagram as at almost underscore bedtime underscore theater. And now let the adventure begin. <laughs> so you want to go looking for the wintry egg, the ace of spades? Yep. Okay, well, let's start with the story. With his last breath, the egg's brother called upon an eagle to carry the egg far from the Mechark soldiers. They were ordered to shoot the bird from the sky, but their bolts seemed to ricochet off its feathers as if they were made from stone. The captain realized the dragon at their feet was uttering words of protection, which echoed in their ears louder than any scolding they would soon receive. Well, let's make up a couple of things about our dowser, or do you want to just launch into moving through the map and see what the prompts teach us about our, our dowser? I just want to start seeing what the prompts are all about. All right. Well, let's do it. Which path do you want to take? To the northeast or the east? Northeast. The ten of spades. In general, higher numbers are better. So a ten is good news. If you could read us the description and then the prompts and then the effect to our resources. The description is... You come across a stray wolf club and raise it alongside your hatchlings. It eventually becomes a loyal companion. Prompts. What do you call it and why? How does it interact with the dragons? Effect is plus two. Okay, so that's plus two to our resources, bringing us up to ten resources. That's good. That's good. All right. It says we've got some hatchlings. So we're out trying to find this egg. Along the way, we already have some baby dragons with us. How many baby dragons do we have, do you think? Probably like two or three. I imagine we wouldn't, like, just bring them all. You know, it would make us very obvious, I would think, if our character is like this this rebel who's kind of working against the tyrannical overlords and they have soldiers, we would kind of want to hide a little bit. But if we're going around with these little baby dragons, we're going to be kind of obvious. <laughs> Maybe we've got little hatching dragons hiding out inside our cloak so people don't know we've got dragons. Yeah. All right, all right. But now we've got this wolf cub. What do we name it? Floofy cheeks. The next question is why, but I think that's probably obvious. <laughs> How does it interact with the dragons? I think it gets along okay. You know, it, it feels like it becomes part of the pack, maybe with the little dragons right on its back. That sound good? Or, okay, remember we played a roleplay game once that I was a little tiny animal inside somebody's helmet, and there was like a second level to the helmet for me to be in? That's right. You were the fairy princess, and you were inside Finn's battle helmet. Maybe the wolf has a helmet. A multi-story helmet. <laughs> we're very inconspicuous here. You know, it wouldn't just have to be a helmet. It could just be like this this thing, like a backpack, kind of, but it's a big, <laughs> tall backpack that the, the little dragons can hide inside. <laughs> Look out the windows. Okay. Which direction do you want to go? You choose. We'll take turns choosing. How about we go... We Imagine can... it's the one below us, but we go around and do all the other ones. And That's then... exactly what just occurred to me. <laughs> we took the long route. Okay, let's go north. 
Seven of clubs. What's the information on seven of clubs? The effect is negative D6. Ouch. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Two. We lose two resources. Okay. The description is a machine malfunctions causing havoc in a nearby settlement. Prompts. What damage does it cause? How do you shut it down? This is assuming we're good natured and we go and shut it down. <laughs> it does make some assumptions. And you know what? That's a very good point. I think if we hit a prompt that really doesn't fit with the story that we're creating, we can we can tweak it. We don't have to take it like literally. Anything, we would add more chaos with all our baby dragons and <laughs> floofy cheeks. Don't bite that. No, no, the barn's on fire. Did the machine make the barn on fire, or did our dragons make the barn on fire? <laughs> Who knows? I think we'd better skedaddle. The machine is causing chaos, and we don't get involved? We tried. We tried to get involved, and now things are on fire. <laughs> and now we are going to be not involved. Yes. <laughs> run away, run away. And I think it's in that that running away, we managed to leave a few of our resources behind. That was our cost and resources. Yeah, yeah. Now there. Okay. okay, okay, cool. Flovigi! Now, which direction should we go at speed? How about east? East. They won't have heard of us in the east. Ooh, the Jack of Hearts. Plus three is the effect. Nice. That brings us back to 11. Um, description. You return an adolescent spring dragon to its family after rearing it from an egg. Prompts. Describe the reunion. How does the adolescent react to leaving you? Ah, so one of those hatchlings we had was apparently a spring dragon. What, where, do, where do we find spring dragons? What kind of place? Probably in like, I bet, ooh, ooh, I, I think there's, they're like, they're like up on a mountain, but there's like a little spring there. It was, a, spring is in the season, but it could actually, I know. oh, I know. oh, okay. oh, spring oh, oh, I see, wordplay. Uh -huh. Okay, uh, so sorry. Describe again, please. Um, Like a little spring, like a little water thing place, yeah. A little pool of water? Yes. That, I think there's hammocks between the trees because dragons are obviously more advanced than we are. Excellent. How big are spring dragons, do you think? I think spring dragons are on the smaller side. They're like the halfling of dragons. Do they have like shimmering green scales? Yes. And, They're ooh, green, green and blue. Nice. I, I like that. Like a grown one is like four feet tall. <laughs> the babies are like two inches. No wonder we were able to carry it around without getting spotted. <laughs> All right, so we drop off the baby spring, or the, the adolescent, my adolescent. bad. The adolescent spring dragon with its fam, and we give Floofy Cheeks lots of pets because we're leaving part of the pack behind. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. It's okay, Floofy Cheeks. It's okay. And then we continue our journey. Which direction do we go? I swear we're going to go, like, all around and then find it right there. But we're still going all around. <laughs> okay, I guess southeast? Ooh, the Ace of Hearts. Wait, which one was the one we were trying to get? The Ace of Spades. Okay, what happens with the Ace? If you discover an alternate Ace, it is found broken with its contents destroyed. Though this is a sad discovery, your dowser can offer a blessing for the departed dragon in whichever manner the player sees fit. This can take the form of a burial, a eulogy, some mm -hmm. form of ritual, ritual, or any other ceremony of your imagination. Okay. So we have found a nest with a broken egg. What do we do? Um, decorate it with flowers? I don't know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we could totally do that. Your turn. Okay. Um, how about let's go east. Five of spades. Five of spades. The effect is minus two. Minus two resources. Okay. Brings us to 15. We're good. Whilst traversing a river, you lose your footing and slip. You are submerged in the dark water and quickly develop a fever. Where do you shelter to get warm? 
What remedies or techniques do you use to recover? Well, I think we, we clamber back out of the river, make sure that Fluffy Cheeks and the two remaining hatchlings are okay. We try to get them dried off, and we get a bit of a cough ourselves. <laughs> Not feeling so good. Papa Luke. Uh, cough up a leech? What? <laughs> and I think we find maybe like a great big tree that fell over. And so now it's this huge log and we can kind of get up partially behind the log with a few branches and things over us for protection. And we get a little fire started. One of the dragon hetchlings goes up there. Starts up this little fire for us so we can stay warm and we can all get dried off. And then we make a we make tea with some of our secret herbs, and that'll help us with our fever. It's probably what we had our resources. That's why. We- yeah, we probably lost a couple in the river, and then to make that tea. Yep. All okay, right. we're going Ooh. south. Ooh, King of Hearts, big numbers. Ooh, plus five. Ooh. You land in a ravaged local settlement on the back of a male spring dragon. Together, you defend them while they rebuild. The prompts are, describe the restoration. What part do you play in the settlement's future? Maybe the part we play is using up their resources. How about we're weak from our, our dip in the river and, you know, starting to feel a little better. And a spring dragon comes by checking on us. Because we, we've had all the contact now with those spring dragons, right? Mm-hmm. And then helps us get to the settlement. Since we've described spring dragons as rather small, we probably didn't arrive on the back of one. But perhaps one led us to the village. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So they've been smashed up. What attacked them? One of the big machines, maybe? Probably. And what part do we play in their restoration and their future? Maybe lending a few of our resources and then getting so many back. Maybe they gave us a lot of cookies. Plus five in cookies. So many cookies. We help them rebuild, Mm -hmm. put together their houses and stuff, just lending an extra pair of hands. Can I just say something? Yes, you can say something. Before we go around like the entire thing, I want to go see if that actually was the ace. The the, the one step out of the sanctuary that we didn't take? Okay. Well, we can either backtrack through known territory using up resources as we go. Or we could cut west. Yeah, just go west because it might be like one of the other ones. Oh, sure. Yeah. Okay. Heading west. Three of hearts. What do we got? Let's see. The effect is negative four. Oof. Description. A stranger you'll meet at the crossroads says that there are a clutch of dragon eggs to the north. You follow the path and straight into an ambush. Oh. People are cruel. Prompts. Describe the fight. How do you survive the ambush? Okay. Well, floofy cheeks and the two dragonlings that are probably honestly adolescent if the other one was adolescent too. Floofy cheeks is getting bigger. I mean, I figure this wasn't like all in one day. We've been making this long trek, right? Floofy cheeks had probably gotten a few upgrades to the... The house on their back. <laughs> Fluffy Cheeks has been getting buff, solid. Buff Fluffy Cheeks. Buff Fluffy Cheeks. Entering now is Fluffy Cheeks, the buff. <laughs> well, that's totally the wrong noise. <laughs> so they pounce us. Who pounces yeah. us? I mean, there's a stranger, so I guess whoever. A group of strangers? Yeah. Okay. I think Fluffy Cheeks, like, goes <laughs> snarly. I think they run away in pretty short order. Yeah. We get, you know... A couple adolescent dragons pop out, start blowing flames. <laughs> Did that one just cough up a leech? <laughs> I'm just I now bet imagining. their breath smells like leech now because I got a burned leech. I'm just envisioning now a dragon that has for its breath weapon, it blows out a pile of leeches. 
Some breath weapon. That's, that's a doozy of a breath weapon. <laughs> 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 All okay. right. So uh, should we go like up one to make sure? I think let's let's keep cutting west. Okay. Okay. Queen of clubs. Queen. Oh, Close queen. Down. That that's going to be a good one. Oh yeah. Maybe Big we'll numbers. Get Big plus, numbers. Plus three leeches. I think we we ended up using a bunch of resources in that battle, and I think most of them were leeches. And then That's we had to so eat a bunch wrong. of cookies afterwards to get the flavor of the leeches out of the. Ew, Daddy! Why did we eat the leeches? No, I'm just saying whichever little dragon is 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 blasting leeches. Okay, Queen of Clubs. Queen of Clubs plus four. Oh, so okay. yeah, we're back. On. More leeches. Yay. Um, destruct blah blah. Not destruction. Description. <laughs> you construct a makeshift incubator from machine parts to cover for the female summer dragon while she goes foraging. Prompts. How do her adolescent children react to the peculiar device? What does the female bring back for you in return? Ooh, something Cookies. For cookies. Cookies. <laughs> what do summer dragons look like? I think they're like these really big dragons and their size matches their really big personality. Like, Ooh. I guess Sunny. Sunny is their person. Oh, yeah. They're like really bouncy and happy and really willing to help everybody, I guess. That sounds awesome. Maybe they live in little groups. Of like family or friends or stuff. Yeah, they they sound like they would be gregarious. I think they're like mixes of pale yellow, buttery, buttery, different shades of yellows. Ooh, yeah, yeah, like a dandelion one. Maybe a little green in there. That sounds very cool. All right, how how do the adolescents react? Hack, hack, You're saying they're not impressed? <laughs> no, I'm saying they're hawking up a leech. <laughs> I think it's the summer dragon specialty. They hawk up leeches. Oh, so one of these little hatchlings we've got is a summer dragon hatchling. Yes. Uh, oh, now it all. Seeing as there doesn't seem together. to be like a specific water dragon, you know, because yeah. when it's summer, like people go to the beach and stuff. And oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Excellent. Hack. hack. What do we? <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. That was right. wrong. But so, so the adolescents, the, they go in the incubator, <laughs> but they make their feelings known. <laughs> And then we get cookies in return. Yes. Because summer dragons know that we like cookies too. Are they different kind of cookies? Are they the same cookies that we I got? I think they're probably different for each type of dragon. Of course. Leech cookies. <laughs> uh, okay. I'm assuming we're going west. We're going to go west, almost back to the sanctuary. Why are we doing this? Okay. Because, because we are going to rule it out and then we can launch off to the northeast oh, hey, and up and around. That's true. Is it really? I don't believe that. I legit don't. Okay, listeners, for the record, that means that the Ace of Spades was one step out of our sanctuary. If we'd gone east instead of northeast, we would have had a very, very short game. <laughs> we called it multiple times. Oh, dear. Okay. okay. So what okay. happens when we find the egg we're after? I'm like really disappointed in myself here, but I think it's very Because funny. we didn't go east? Yes. <laughs> Even though we said literally at the start, if we go east, we're going to find it. Yes. Okay. Okay. So what what happens now that we find? Okay. If chosen egg, collect six resources and head for sanctuary. So where do we find this this cold wintry egg that the, remember there was an eagle carried it off mm -hmm. to protect it. Huge I think it's deep in the mountains. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like by a frozen lake or something. Oh, up above the snow line. Mm -hmm. Is it like an eagle's nest that it's been left in? Ooh, yeah. That makes sense. All right. It's icy eagle's nest. And we find the egg. We package it up. I was going to say really warm, but probably not warm. We package it up packed with snow, so mm -hmm. it's nice and cold. And then we... I figure it, like, it's, in, it's incubating is freeze... It's ice-cubating. 
Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Ice <laughs> nice cream, word. Baby. Nice word. And then apparently we just hiked down the mountains and back to the sanctuary. Easy peasy lemon squeezy. But then there was a, a little paragraph about what happens when you rescue the egg and what you do. Okay. Egg K. Uh... <laughs> I'm so funny. Okay. Um, once you've returned the egg to a sanctuary, you have completed your task. But we want you to add one final en journal entry. Imagine what it would be like to rear the hatchling to adulthood, the years of bonding, the training, its eventual freedom. So we make it back with this egg encased in snow. We've described spring dragons, some summer dragons. What about winter dragons? What are they like? Like when this one hatches, think, what comes out? You know, actually, I would just, because the baby ones are going to want to be more protected. So I think they're going to be like basically all white, maybe with little specks of pale blue. And Ooh. as they grow older, I think their scales get darker and darker. Do they have color control like a like an octopus yes. so, so if they're going into the territory that doesn't have as much snow they can shift that's camouflage cool. that's so cool oh yeah but of course they start out white uh -huh. yeah because they're in the snow all right awesome and there's our show on dragon dowser if it sounded like fun you can find it on itch.io and kickstarter and you can find hatchlings games on twitter as at hatchling dm if you'd like to hear more about running a solo game as a duo with a younger player, check out ttrpgkids.com and search for their review of The Librarian's Apprentice. Our intro and outro themes were created by McRow Music. This episode also features music from Michael Gelfie Studios. A list of specific tracks and links to their work are available in our show notes. Thanks again for listening and have a good night. I don't believe that. I legit don't believe <laughs> We called it. I'm going to tell mommy. Oh, okay. Okay, but then you come back and we need to play this out. I feel like our viewers aren't going to believe. Oh, dear. Oh, dear.